Is it even possible for God to do that? We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. Hello again, everyone, and thank you for joining me for Bible Time. I got a question from a viewer, and I got to tell you, I love it when I get questions like this from all of you, because it makes me think. It causes me to go to the Lord in a way that I may not normally go, because I'm not thinking this, and it causes me to go deeper both with Him and into the Word of God. So thank you for this wonderful question. And the question is, in 1 Samuel chapter 15, um, beginning with verse 10, it reads, Then the Lord... The word of the Lord came to Samuel, saying, I regret that I have made Saul king, because he has turned back from following me and has not carried out my commands. The question is, how can God regret something? Well, the question comes, I'm sure, because we see regret as a bad thing, as a negative thing. Like, oh, I did something wrong, and now I regret it. And that's true. That's really what the word means. But we must look at what this word means in Hebrew, the language that it was written in. And if we go to the Strong's Concordance, we find the word makah. Makah is the word that is used. And the very first thing that it says for it is it's a, it's an audible sigh. So it's almost like God saying, I made Saul king. And, you know, he uses this word again earlier after he creates man. And just before he calls upon Noah to build the ark, he says, I regret that I made humankind for they are very evil. But if we go even deeper than that audible sigh, if we look at the action that comes after words, this word is also the root of the word repent in the New Testament, repent. So, is God repenting of making Saul king? Yeah, sort of. If you, but not in the negative way, more in the positive way. Because there's positive to repentance and there's a negative to repentance. We often see it as negative as that we made a mistake and we're repenting of our sins. But what it means is to make things right. So we have to go beyond verse 15. And then we get down to the bottom of... Um, 1 Samuel 15, in verse 34, Then Samuel went to Ramah, but Saul went up to the house of Gibeah of Saul, and Samuel did not see Saul again till the day of his death, though Saul, Samuel mourned for Saul. And the Lord regretted that he made Saul king over Israel. So twice in that chapter he says he regretted, but what he says is to Saul, Samuel, he says he's going to make a new king. This is really a brilliant thing that God does. He did it with Noah, and he's doing it now with Saul and David. He made man. They were very evil. They turned against him. They disobeyed. That was the thing that Saul really did wrong. That's what Samuel was trying to tell him in this discourse in 1 Samuel 15. He says, look, you can make all the sacrifices you want. God wants your obedience it's not what you do. It's not how, with the things that you try to do to make it right. It's your obedience or disobedience. And he disobeyed God. He disobeyed God because God said to him, go and kill, kill Agog, the king of the Amalekites, 
kill him, utterly destroy everything. Saul kept the king, and Saul kept the best sheep and goats and cows. God says, I don't want them as my sacrifices. I don't care if how good they are, if they're better than yours. It's not about that. It's about you being obedient. I told you to kill them all. And God had a good reason for that. You know, we can say, oh, God told people to kill people. Well, he had a good reason for that. Anyway, it's about the disobedience. And the people in Noah's time were very evil and disobedient to God. So did God destroy them completely? No. He recreated them from Noah and his descendants. Did God just say, okay, look, you know, you aren't getting a king. I'm done with this. There's no king for you. I'm your king. No. He gave them David instead. He honored the wishes of the people, but he said, and he gave him David instead. So what I'm getting at is when we repent, when we go to God and say, hey, look, I made a mistake. I don't like what I did. God says, okay, I'm giving you Jesus so that you can recreate yourself, that you can become someone new. He never ends it with that. So did God regret in the sense that he was very mournful of what he had done? No. He was a little bit disgusted with the people for even asking. If we go back to 1 Samuel chapter 8, he says to Samuel, he says, look, they're not rejecting you, Samuel. They're rejecting me. I will be their king, but they want a human king. They want to be like everybody else. They think that one man can make a difference in this world. And really, we need to take a look at these words, too, because too often we put all of our eggs in one basket, especially here in the United States. We put all our eggs in the Trump basket, thinking he's the great savior of our nation. Sure, he did make America great again. I know many of you disagree with me, and I'm sorry for that. That's okay. We can agree to disagree. He did make America great again, and it fell apart quickly when he was out. But he is not our savior. He is not going to bring salvation to us that we need. Only God is going to do that. I'm sure God once again went, <sighs> when he made Trump president. And I don't know if he'll be president again, but that's, you know, that's between him and God. So anyway, what I'm saying is we need to be careful who we look to for guidance and who we look to for redemption we need to look to the only one who can truly redeem and remake and recreate our lives and our nation. Only God can do that. If we don't turn and repent, regret, go to God, say, look, I made a mistake. My nation has made a mistake. Save us. If we don't do that, I don't even want to think about it. There will be no more Bible time. So just whatever it is in your life, if you're crying out for something and God's saying, no, I want you to have this, don't make God regret or <sighs> when he gives it to you because he knows ahead of time. So God did not do a wrong thing here. He gave the people what they wanted to show them it wasn't what they really wanted. Then he gave them a new creation in King David to show them that that is the model that he wanted to present because David was a man after God's own heart. So it was all part of God's plan all along. Put Saul in. They're crying for a king. They'll get Saul. 
they'll find out they need me and I'll give them David who will model me in my ways of life. So really, it was a brilliant thing that God did there. So thank you for the question. I really enjoyed looking into it, and I hope I answered your question. And if not, then all I can say is, that's your Bible time for today. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll talk to you again all real soon. God bless. Thank you.